3: Listener discretion is advised. Mudwalker Productions presents Raising Hope.
4: Guys, I just heard the group's making their way back now. Seriously? Brian didn't check in with me. They had to move quickly, while the group there provided a distraction for the... Goliath? I guess that's what we're calling that one. How long until they make it back? I'd say a little over an hour. Greg sent out an advanced team to meet them partway to ensure that they aren't bringing any extra guests along.
5: Ugh, I should have gone with them. It's okay, Sarah. They'll be here before you
4: know it. Sarah, if you want to come with me to the guard tower, we can watch from there. Yeah,
6: at least I can be a good lookout. Are you going to be alright, Journey? Yeah, I'll be fine. Did Kitty already leave? I thought she was still sleeping. No,
4: she woke up with me and went to talk with Greg about trying to get a group out to scavenge for medical supplies. What did he say? He said it was up for discussion when everyone gets back, but he doesn't want to send anyone out right now until we get more info.
5: Makes sense. We still have a lot to talk about after everything that just happened. So where is she now?
4: She went to check on a few people. She said she'd come back in a little bit to check up with us. If she stops by, can you let her know that we went to the guard tower to look out for their arrival?
5: Yeah, not a problem. Let me know when you spot them, okay?
4: Sure thing. We'll come get you when they get within view so we can meet them at the gate. Are you ready to go, Sarah?
6: Yeah. We'll be back in a little bit, Journey. All right. See you in a little while.
4: Are you feeling all right, Sarah? Yeah. I'm fine. You know you can always talk to me, right? Yeah. What is this about? Yesterday you kind of snapped, and I haven't seen you that upset before. I'm…
6: I'm just frustrated that it always feels like there's nothing I can do when anything like this happens.
4: I know how you feel. It's always hard sitting on the sideline waiting for your moment to
6: jump in. What would you know about it? You were out there fighting with them the last time, so how would you know
4: how I feel? Ouch. I didn't realize it bothered you that much. But, you know, you, you helped out a lot more than you realized, though. I know both Journey and Brian really appreciated you taking care of Hope. I'm sorry. I didn't
6: mean to snap like that. It's just so frustrating watching everyone else do the dangerous work when I should be able to help out also. Hey, I get it. But maybe just be a little bit more patient. You'll have your time, and it will be when we most need it. You're right. I shouldn't let it get to me as much as it does. My time will come. And hopefully I can finally be of some use out there.
4: Good. I'm glad you can think it through. Now we just need to get the others to do the same. A lot of them still act off of emotion, whereas we need to start using our heads more and relying on each other.
6: Maybe I can help on the scavenging mission for medical supplies.
4: I do know most of what we'd be looking for. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we can talk about it once we talk more with Greg. And maybe I'll go with you so we can watch each other's backs. I'd like that. Perfect! Well... Once they make it back, we can talk more about it. We should be able to see their approach from that guard tower there. Is there already some binoculars up there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure every tower has at least two sets for any lookouts on duty, so we should be good to go.
6: Good. Now let's get up there. <laughs> Someone's sure full of energy.
4: Damn straight. <laughs>
3: I think right here will be a perfect spot. There's plenty of off-road areas if they have any company on their tail.
7: Alright. You know this area better than we do, so just tell us where to go. I know most of these back roads, so we should be fine.
8: Riley, maybe we can go set up on that hill. We should have a clear view of the highway from there.
9: Good idea. CJ, can you trap that road there? You got it. Make sure to keep your eyes open. We don't need any additional problems right now. We need them to get back without any issues.
7: All clear over on this side. Same over here.
9: How did we end up being on this team? I thought we were going to grab
7: broadcasting equipment. Lieutenant Adams said that could wait until we get back. Just focus on the current mission at hand. You never know what might be coming.
9: Oh, lighten up, Carlos. It's not like they needed an escort. We're only doing this as extra precaution. We really didn't need this big of a group.
7: Don't make me pull rank. Just focus on what we need to do. Got it?
9: Do you really think rank really matters anymore? I mean, come on, we haven't even heard anything about the military since we got here.
7: Come on, man, take this seriously.
9: I am, that was a serious question. Why do we need to keep pretending that we're still in the military?
10: Uh,
3: are you being serious right now? I'm kind of curious about that as well. You guys act like you could be called in action at any moment.
8: Yeah, why can't you guys just be like
7: normal civilians protecting a home instead of doing the whole soldier bit? Once a soldier, always a soldier. We have a chain of command, and it's our duty to follow our orders to protect our people.
9: You could. Lighten up a little, though. Come on, what do you say? Truce?
7: Aye, aye, aye. Okay, I guess we drop protocol. But if we're in front of atoms, you fall in line. Understand?
9: You got it. Alright, is this spot here good enough? I think so. Yeah, we should have enough of you to see them from here.
3: it also gives us an idea if they're being followed or not.
7: Okay. Let's get the scopes out. Scan the area. They shouldn't be that far away now. Riley, can you take over as driver?
3: Yeah. If we need to bail quickly, just holler and I'll be ready.
9: I've got the 50, Cal. In case we have to deal with the big one.
10: Do you think it'll work?
9: Only one way to find out. Let's go.
7: Spread out? Ethan, you're with me. Alright, let's do this. So what's all in this
8: area around us? Well, most of what's out here is a few golf courses and some housing up the road from us.
7: Do you think there would be anyone up there?
8: It's hard to say. A lot of locals do have some pretty fortified areas out here, so there's always a possibility.
7: Okay, you keep an eye out and watch our backs. Let me know the moment you see even the smallest bit of movement, okay? Okay, I can do that. Call out what you see, guys.
9: Nothing yet. Just a bunch of abandoned cars.
7: Same from here.
9: Wait! I see a vehicle approaching.
7: Is it our people?
9: One second. Mm, Yup, it's one of our vehicles.
7: Any extra movement on the rear? Nope. It's all clear. Alright, keep watching. I'll try them on the radio. Copy that. Come in, search team. We have visual on your transport. Respond. Command search team. You have visual on your transport. Respond. Over.
10: We're reading you. Five by five. What's your status? Over.
7: Lieutenant Adams send us to escort you back and deal with any stragglers on your seeks. What's it look like for your angle?
10: We're in the clear. No tail on this transport. What's your location? Over. I'm using the
7: signal mirror now. You have visual? Over.
10: Keep any eye out for a reflective flash, guys. Let me know when you see it.
1: I have visual on it. Up there, on that ridge.
10: We have visual. Over.
7: Roger. We'll keep an eye out. We'll meet you back on the highway to escort you home.
3: Over. Copy that. Over and out. Wow. An escort, huh? You guys still do things a lot more differently than us civilians. It's not a bad idea, though. I mean, what if we did have trouble on our tail?
10: Luckily, we had a plan for that. It's a good thing we don't, though. I'm guessing they're prepared for whatever we could have brought with us. Do you think they could have handled the Goliath? I don't know, but I guarantee they have that 50 cal on the ridge, just in case. Though I doubt even that will bring it down, just piss it off. You don't think something like that could do the trick? Maybe at close range, but not something we want to test this close to the colony. The next time we go out, we should bring it with and at least
3: test it out to see if it could work. I doubt we'll be going out anytime soon. We could still remain in contact with Bill and Charles to see what's happening out there, though. We will most likely debrief with Adams
10: when we get back and try to set something up for the next time. However, he probably wants to fortify as much as possible, just in case.
1: It also gives us an opportunity to go over Stephen's research. If we can make any headway with it, we might have a better chance of dealing with that big fucker.
3: I'm interested in seeing what all he's learned. Especially from my blood. He took your blood? Yeah. I figured it was beneficial to at least see what may be happening under the surface. I've been feeling a little different lately, and I'd like to know why. What do you mean, different? It's hard to explain, but when I'm close to the infected, I feel different somehow. It's like I can almost feel where they're at. What the fuck? It's not just me, either. Journey also feels it, and I guess a few of the other immune in Charles' camp, too.
1: Why am I only hearing about
3: this now? At first I thought it was just a weird feeling, like being scared, but after talking with a few of the others out there, it got kind of real, if you know what I mean.
11: (laughs) So you're saying you have a superpower to know when they're close?
3: In a sense, but it's not like it's a massive difference. The only thing that was weird is the Goliath. I couldn't feel it at all. Same goes for the others. They can't feel it like the normal ones. It's one of those sensations like, you know, when the hair on the back of your neck stands up? It's kind of like that, but it's underneath your skin. Hmm. We'll have to
10: look into it more when we get back.
1: I'll contact Stephen when I get a chance and go over some of this and see what I can piece together.
10: That's a good idea, but we should inform Adams first before anything. Is that our escort? Looks like it. Now let's get home.
4: You spot anything yet, Sarah? No,
6: nothing yet. I did see a couple of fast ones chasing a stray dog a little bit ago. Poor puppies. I wish we could take more of them in. I know what you mean, but they're probably better off out there.
4: We have too many mouths to feed as it is. Maybe we could take in a couple at least. They'd make great guard dogs. Yeah, only if they haven't gone feral. You really don't want to test
6: it. I guess you're right. It'd be pretty difficult to bring them in as it is now. Hey, guys. Any sign of them yet? Oh, hey, Katie. No, nothing yet. I thought you were going back to sit with Journey. I just came from there. She asked me to check in with the both of you to see how it's going. Oh. Well, we haven't seen anything yet. How's she doing with Hope right now? She was feeding her when I left. She said if they show up, to come let her know so we can go see them. Well, if everything went smoothly, they should be back any time now. It honestly kind of sucks to be a lookout. What do you mean? I keep seeing all these stray animals, and it really makes me want to take them in. What? How many have you seen? There's quite a few, actually. So far, I've counted about seven dogs, maybe 13 cats. I'm more worried about the dogs. Cats are pretty agile and can easily get away from
4: the infected. Maybe we can collect a couple of them and try to bring them in. We've got bigger things to worry about at the moment, but maybe later we can try to bring a couple of them in and, I don't know, see how it goes. Shh! Do you hear that? It sounds like a vehicle approaching. That's most likely them.
6: I see them! It's them! They made it back along with the escort team! I'll run back over and let Journey know. Meet you guys at the front gate?
4: Yeah. We're going to radio this in and then head over there. We'll see you in a little bit. Alright. Meet you there. Greg! They're back!
5: How far out are they?
4: They just came under the overpass from Ponderay.
5: Alright. I'll head to the front gate now.
11: Meet me over there so you can to brief with them.
4: Okay, we're heading over there now. See you soon.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
8: I'm back, like I promised I'd be.
3: I'm okay, don't worry.
6: You know it's not possible for me not to worry when you're out there. What happened? Brandon, are you okay? You don't look so good.
3: He's okay. Just tired. He didn't really sleep at all last night. Where's, uh, where's Journey?
5: We're right here. I just had to finish changing her.
3: I'm so happy to see you both.
5: Ryan, that's a little too tight.
3: sorry. Just happy to be back.
5: It's okay. You're home safe and sound. She missed you by the way.
3: Oh baby girl, I'm so sorry I didn't mean to be gone for so long. It's good to see you. Alright, alright, let's take this inside, people.
8: We need to discuss everything that just
3: happened. There is a lot we need to talk about. Should all of us go?
8: Only the ones who are in the operation out there should come. Ramirez, your team has to go ahead to collect the broadcasting equipment now. Take Ethan with you as he seems like a good fit for your team.
9: Come on, we just got back. CJ, get a move on. Ugh, fine. Everyone else, into the command building for debriefing.
5: All of us are going. We all need answers,
6: and we won't be left out. This isn't a military command. We are a community, and we all look after
1: each other.
8: This is not up for debate.
1: Sir, with all due respect, they have a right to know about everything that has transpired. They should also hear about everything we've learned on our travels as well.
10: Corporal Barnes, you will follow my orders.
1: What the hell is going on? Greg, what is she talking about?
10: Sir, I'd have to agree with Claire. They deserve to know everything. (sighs) I guess it's only a matter of
8: time. Fine, everyone come this way and I'll explain. Why the hell should we listen to a single word you have to say? You're not in charge of everything we've built here. There's only two people we take orders
11: from and one of them is standing right here. Before we hear what you have to say, tell
10: us what's going on. Guys, let's calm down. Take this inside. There's a lot
3: we need to fill you all in on. He's right. We're making a scene right now. We should take this somewhere away from the rest of the colony. You better have
11: some answers for us.
10: Let's go.
8: I'll answer as much as I can.
0: What's going on? Yeah, why is everyone here? I-, I thought you were supposed to be doing, like, a-, a debriefing?
3: There's something going on, and we don't have any clue as to what it is. Earl and Claire said something outside that we deserve to know the truth of everything they know. So we're in the dark just as much as you, apparently. What are you talking about? Are you saying they know something about how all this happened? I think we're about to find
10: out.
1: They deserve to know.
10: Greg, come on. We have to tell them. I
8: hope they can handle it. We'd only keep it from them for so long. All right, here we go. Everyone settle down. We have a lot to go over. I don't want to repeat myself. Everything you know so far has been one giant cover up created to cause confusion.
3: This was almost too much for anyone to handle. Everything we learned from Lieutenant Adams seems like a bad movie plot. A generic, the government is creating super soldiers. Apparently, there was the scientist obsessed with creating the perfect vaccine. One that would change the very genetic structure of the human body. It would make everyone immune to all diseases and illness. People would no longer have to worry about getting sick. Things don't always go the way you plan them especially when you decide to play God and create something out of all sorts of different things. He didn't account for certain variables when he started working on it, and then the government stepped in and wanted to create something way more dangerous. Adams told us that they got an order to detain any persons who were immune and load them all onto a train to be taken to a specific facility for experimentation. His group didn't agree with what they were doing, So when the quarantine zone that they were in got overrun and they took that opportunity to get as many people out as possible. He even told us that if we ever see another group of soldiers, stay as far away as possible and never reveal that we're immune because there would be a chance that they would try to apprehend us and remove us from the settlement. With everything we've dealt with through this whole apocalypse, always seems like the real monsters are the people who want to take advantage of everything and profit off of people's suffering. I no longer feel like any of this was an accident. It almost seemed planned, but what do I know? Just have to make the best out of whatever we can. After we were done, we all decided to meet up back in our room to talk more about all of it. John and Brandon both had reservations whether or not we should continue trusting Adam's group. Julie had a lot to say on that matter. She thinks we can trust them. They've been helping everyone ever since they arrived, and I have to agree with her. They didn't have to tell us all of that, but they did, which in my opinion built a little more trust.
11: You're only saying that because you've got the hots for Greg.
4: Don't be an asshole, Brandon. That has nothing to do with why I think we can trust them.
8: Even so, what the hell are we supposed to do with all this information? If what they said is true, we can't trust anyone outside of our colony. What about the group
6: you guys found out there, then?
8: I don't know. We should definitely stay in contact with them to find out whatever we can.
11: We need to keep as much about this place as secret as possible, especially on the radio. We can't chance having someone overhear any of what we talk about. Same goes for them. We might want to find a way to get back out there to explain everything. What? So you trust them all of a sudden? That's not what I'm saying. It's just, they have information we need, and from what we gathered, they aren't bad people. Though we shouldn't have told them about any of our people who are immune. I
8: agree. But that's all in the past now. We can't take back what we already told them.
5: They only know about Cameron and brain, right?
11: Yeah. As far as we know, they're the only ones we told them about.
4: Then we should keep it at that. We can't let them know about Journey. Are we the only three that are immune? Out of everybody here?
8: Well, there's the old timer that's part of the farming group. I think his name was Tim?
6: Yeah, but he doesn't really talk about it because of the way he found out.
8: He wouldn't talk about it at all?
6: The only thing I ever heard him say was it was someone he held dear to him. And then he just stopped talking about it and changed the subject.
5: So I didn't pressure him on it. I can understand where he's coming from.
11: Then we all keep this information to ourselves. No one says anything about them over the radio or to the other group.
4: If we're doing that, then we need to let Greg know as well. From what he said,
8: he wouldn't say anything about it, so he doesn't endanger everyone here.
11: Let's hope we can trust what he says, then.
4: I'll talk to him later about it.
11: I bet you
8: will.
4: Fuck you, Brandon. Stop assuming you know everything about him.
8: Guys, that's enough. We can't be at each other's throats right now. We have bigger things to worry about. Literally bigger things.
11: Fuck. You're right. Sorry, Julie.
4: It's fine. Just stop being an ass. So, this Goliath, how are we supposed to deal with something like
11: that? We don't have a single clue. I mean, there's a couple ideas I have, but they're not going to be easy, especially if they don't work.
5: What are they?
11: One idea is trying to get a headshot with the fifty cal that the soldiers have. It might be enough to bring it down, but I feel like we'd have to be close enough to make sure we hit it. The second one is using the RPGs we got during the battle with Harris's group. We don't have many shots with those, though, and we'd have to be even closer for those shots to be effective. What would really be great? If we could find us a tank that has ammo still.
6: I doubt we'd be able to locate one, though.
11: Yeah, most of the areas we already searched didn't have anything close to that kind of firepower.
6: What if we trapped it somehow?
11: I had the same thought, but we would need something that would be guaranteed to trap it. Like a massive pit trap, or, I don't know, a rock slide?
6: It'd probably be hard to lure into a trap, though. You guys said it seemed
5: intelligent.
11: Yeah. Frighteningly so. I seriously don't ever want to come across that thing again.
5: Oh, Brian. Did she finally fall asleep?
3: Yeah. It was a little difficult with all the arguing out here, but now she's passed out. So try to keep it down, you guys.
11: Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that.
3: It's fine. But what were you saying about a rock slide?
11: We were trying to come up with ways to trap that Goliath, if it's even possible.
5: Depending on whether the other ideas would work or not. It would be worth a
8: shot, though. The biggest question is, where can we create a rock slide large enough to trap it or even kill it?
3: What about the rock quarry we passed just before Clark Fork? If we did it there, it might work. That might actually work.
8: I almost forgot about that spot. But it's a pretty closed off area. How would we even lure it in there without trapping ourselves?
6: You'd have to go up the wall. You're serious?
4: How would they even get up the wall quick enough to get out of its reach? Even with climbing ropes, you can't climb fast enough. And what if it starts throwing stuff at you like rocks?
8: She does make a good point. It's smart enough and strong enough to throw huge objects with ease. It even threw infected at us as we were running.
6: You also said it was fast, but just how fast?
11: Fast. It was keeping up with us at 45 miles an hour. We couldn't let it follow us back.
5: Do you think it would have kept chasing you all the way back
11: here? Oh, no doubt in my mind. The way that thing was looking at us, you could tell it wouldn't stop, unless something stops it. It looked very angry, like laser-focused anger.
8: Once it saw us, it just lost it and became tearing through all the other infected trying
11: to get to us.
6: Why do we even have to be the ones to kill it? Why can't the other settlement
11: handle it? We can't just leave it to them. If anything, we're going to need their help to keep it in that spot long enough for us to collapse the walls in on it.
3: True but. We still have to figure out how to lure it into position without getting ourselves trapped.
11: What if you used a cable
8: attached to a vehicle to pull someone up that way? It'd be a lot faster than climbing.
5: What? Like a winch?
8: No. That would still be too slow. I'm thinking tie it to the ball hitch and drive to pull the cable up. Fast enough to get out before we blow
11: the walls.
3: Still seems a little risky, but it could work. The
11: other question is, who would we send?
3: I don't know. We could always draw straws.
6: We still have some time to think about it. We should go get some rest and talk more about it tomorrow.
11: Yeah, I'm still tired as hell, and it'd be nice to talk again once we've slept on the idea.
8: If we get the broadcast equipment, we can go over the plans with Charles and Bill to see what they think as well.
5: Good idea. I guess we can talk more about it tomorrow and figure something out. All right, I guess we're going to get some rest.
6: Are you ready, Brandon?
8: Yeah, let's go. You ready, babe?
6: Yeah, I guess we'll see you all in the morning. Have a good night, guys. You as well. See you
5: tomorrow. Is everything okay?
3: Yes and no. There's a lot running through my head right now, and I'm just not sure how to process it all.
5: Do you want to talk about it?
3: No, it's, it's fine. I think I just need to sleep it off and start fresh tomorrow.
5: If that's what you want, then I'll just go lay down... With hope for the night.
3: All right. I'll, I'll be out here if you need me.
5: Good night, Brian. I hope you sleep well.
3: You too. Good night, Journey. This has been a Mudwalker production. Written and created by Mikhail Pollock. Mikhail Pollock as Brian. Jennifer Johnson as Journey. Samantha Feltz as Julie. Joshua Johnson as John. Andrea Carnegie as Sarah. Gabe Hodge as Brandon. Marissa Raines as Katie. Vern Webb as Earl Dixon. Kelly Wagner as Claire Barnes. Brett James as Lieutenant Adams, Denzel LeBlanc as Corey Jenkins, David Beakley as James Matthews, Jesse Johnson as Riley, Hem Brewster as Hem, Athor Vjortheson as Athor, Jonathan McCormick as Ethan. Until next time, stay safe out there, and beware the Goliath.